when you're a pioneer and one of the first to legalize, believe me, you they 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 make it happen and then let's figure it out afterwards. Yes. There's no amount of time that you can give yourself to set this up because where's the game plan? Where who's done it before? There's no blueprint. You're listening to Cultivate, a podcast about the people and technology that are blazing a trail in the cannabis industry. Welcome everyone. Today we're live at Lemon Haze here in Tacoma, Washington. We've got the one of the founders of Dope Magazine with us, myself, Scott, Lance, uh, and we're just going to talk about uh, the industry a little bit and the role Dope plays uh, in that. So, And we should divulge, nothing bad has happened to Drew. We actually decided to give him a day off. So. Yes, he's been uh, he's been on the road for a while. Yep, and, that must uh, be nice. Yeah, <laughs> so, Tran, Tran wow. knows, and I shouldn't. We should divulge too. It's not that we're, we're not being uh, we're not being PC, but I've always known Tran as Tran the man. Some people call him Daddy Tran, so I apologize in, the, in, in advance if I call him Tran instead of Dave. <laughs> yeah, some people call me Lambert, so I'm not offended. He has some nicknames for me. DJ but, Lance <laughs> Romance. <laughs> but we did need we did need to, yeah. to give Drew a day off for yeah. Cultivate, so that's the only reason why I'm crashing the party. Just well, throw it out there. Awesome. Well, let's jump right into this. What's Dope Magazine? What's your mission? Where'd you start? Well, Dope Magazine started right here in Seattle in 2011, and it stands for Defending Our Plant Everywhere. And, you know, back in 2011, you know, when I first got into it, um, there wasn't a lot of information. There wasn't a lot of uh, education, and there wasn't a lot of, for me as a marketing guy, opportunities to get my brand out there. You know, if I was proud of it, how do I get people to, you know, recognize uh, what I'm doing? So it was built as well as a lot of companies out here, uh, you know, a solution for a problem. And, uh, you know, we've been on this incredible ride of learning and telling stories. And uh, really for us, it's always about information, education, and really connecting the industry. And you've done good with it. That's one thing, you know, we first met, it was right after uh, the cannabis got launched. I remember I was jamming the cannabis and we crossed paths. And you guys definitely started a few years before we did. Um, but I like the fact that you weren't offended when I, I used to reference, like, you guys are the modern day high times. And you're like 100%, like, we're doing something different here. Like, we're, we are the education and we are the outlet. For, for our general, like you and I are Gen X, and we've got, you know, obviously we've got a Gen Y in the house too, but I really do feel like Dope spoke to the modern day consumer of cannabis, right? Well, big time, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, High Times has been an incredible legacy uh, product that's been around when I started smoking cannabis 25 years ago. Yeah. So that was my reference to the industry, and that was what the illicit market was. That was our world. Uh, people were in fear of being prosecuted. People were hiding away their infinity for it. And uh, we just came in at that perfect opportunity where, you know, the transition was happening. And so we felt like there was a need to tell that story also. And of course, all due respect to, to, to High Times. You know, I think that's a big honor to be yeah. called the New Day High Times. I mean, I think that yeah. should be a compliment to High Times too. Uh, and not so to jump ahead, that, yeah, that's, we're, we're kind of, uh, I guess, a perfect segue. Congratulations are in order because, <laughs> yeah. Dave, you were one of the founders. I mean, you and Evan, you, you guys are rock stars, and you've been going at this. A lot of people don't recognize. So 
starting this as many years as you did, it's like dog years in this industry, dude. Like I said, I've only 100% focused for the last almost five years. But we've seen so much change. But you guys stuck through it, built a phenomenal brand. I mean, it definitely transcends all audiences, all demographics. And you guys just got picked up by High Times. You just you just sold to High Times, man. Well, What's a, up? It's a huge milestone. You know, when you embark on this journey and you push off from land, you don't know where you're going. And um, in cannabis, especially true, it's not like I have a roadmap to get to this new world. And you're building the boat as you're moving forward. It's getting bigger, you're picking people up, but again, there's no roadmap. And so it's been a long journey. And you know, with the High Times deal, it's come full circle. We've made some, you know, we found land. Uh, I feel like now we're able to navigate the industry even stronger and, you know, continue to focus in on what the core of what we were doing of connecting and defending our plant everywhere and being able to having a bigger platform is going to allow us to help more people, uh, help more businesses have tools to succeed in this industry. And here we are. We're going to build a, you know, a, a new world. And I think this is a great start, great opportunity for cannabis and obviously a great opportunity for Dope Magazine. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. And and to your point, the whole industry has come a long way. Even the three, four years that I've been in it. What are some challenges you're still facing today with just advertising and the whole uh, outlook on cannabis? Well, to me, besides the, 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 the obvious ones of, you know, social media being a big aspect of your business. And, you know, I've owned bars for a very long time. And, you know, people, are, you know, look at and go, oh, cool. Social media is my only form of marketing. But to me, you must take a 360 approach. And this is going to come in paid media, earned media. You know what I mean? If you're proud and this is what you're doing, you must live the brand. And that means, like I see Lance everywhere. I see you in Anaheim. I see you there. It takes these type of efforts as well as social media, as well as advertising and uh, uh, platforms like High Time and even culture and lemon haze and all of the different brands so as we have more companies that are that, that, that are sick and you know get into this business you know which is not easy whatsoever I could tell you and you see the blood and the scars that we've gotten our ass kicked yeah, yeah. you know over the last seven years and learned some valuable lessons but how do I now take all of these lessons and help other companies and that's why we support uh shows like lemon haze we don't and and leafly and all these other partners because to me this industry is a, a nascent industry with lots of opportunity for everyone it only succeeds if we're all in it together yeah only way yeah yeah it's all good vibes too i think there's a lot of and that's you you and i both dave i mean being being modest, but we are a bit of influencers. We have pe people that hit you up all the time. We've talked about this, where people approach us, go, what does it take to get in the industry? What do I need to do? You know, I'm coming from this background, that from medical, from business, from, from you know, the pharmaceutical, whatever. People from all different aspects. But I think both of us agree it all comes back to that good vibes and, and positive energy, right? You can't be in it for the wrong reasons. And at first, when I started hearing from people like in Australia, we have friends down there like Max Stone with the Hemp Embassy, and I'd always hear him preaching, free the plant, free the plant. And at first I was like, 
seems a little cheap. And then I'm like, no, that makes sense. Like, it really is freeing this plant that unlocks so much. I'm a huge medical advocate, so that's yes. my angle. But, I mean, we're in it for a bigger reason. It's well, not for we, any of us individually. Well, we're all trying to open up the conversation and have bigger conversations. That's what, you know, media is, right? How do you tell the story of the industry? How do, you know, for us at Dope, it's like, how do we focus on the people and their relationship to the plant? Because that's the normalization part. It's Correct. not necessarily the products, but it's how am I going to be looked at if I try cannabis? Yeah. That yeah. is why most people are in the closet. It's not because of the products. It's not because of that. It's because of what my uncle's going to think. My mom's going to think if I told her I tried cannabis. If I'm 100%. a grandma and I'm going to tell my, my grandchildren, what are they going to think that grandma smokes pot? But, you know, the more and more the narrative changes and the more and more we use our platforms to tell the right message, there's a huge responsibility in what we do. Yeah. Agree 100%. And we both have kids. That's the thing that's yeah. interesting, too. We're, we're family men. We have families at home. And you've probably had that conversation, too. My son has asked what I do. He's seven years old, mature for his age. Yeah. But he's like, what are these dead flowers? Why, why are these pictures with dead flowers <laughs> in your product? And I said, well, son, that's actually medicine. It's natural medicine. But even a seven-year-old normally associates medicine with these pills yeah. and these liquids. Yeah. And it's interesting that we're having to educate something that was a century or two ago was the norm. Yeah. I mean, right, because cannabis yep. was the norm before Prohibition, before Reefer Madness and, and Nixon and Dare and yeah. all this stuff that we dealt with over Which the years. Is right? really amazing because you know my children are not going to have the same perception about the plant they're going to be what are you talking about that this was illegal what are you talking about that this is bad and that is part of this process and I see the older generation and not to say that they didn't do a lot for us you know in this world but you know a lot of the you know the the transition is is moving on and I get excited and that that's a win for me when I start seeing that older generation turn around and I've been a part of so many moments where people are trying it for their first time and I'll tell you, there's nothing more exhilarating for me than 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 uh, than seeing that and being a part of that. And I, Definitely. I'm 25, and I have a kid on the way. You and do. I just, and, I, and I think about like just my upbringing and the perception on cannabis when I was uh, being raised, and how different that's going to be from how my kid is going to be brought up and the perception that he has on. Yeah. I mean, by the time that he understands what's going on yeah it could be legalized all across the u.s and it's yeah. inevitable that yeah. that's going to happen yeah. and it's amazing because i mean i have a 20 year old daughter also as well as two other daughters and you know many seven years ago she helped me paint my first cannabis store yeah, yeah. and now we're taking dabs together and yeah. <laughs> you know i'm still at that point where i'm looking over my shoulder going is this ethically right but damn straight, it's right. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's uh, and then how is this right? You you stop and you go, and again, you and I, we're we're same generation. We're very, I think we're same age actually, man. But you're right. I still I'm like that. And honestly, Hollywood doesn't help either, right? No. I mean, they still they still stereotype that quintessential stoner. It doesn't matter if it's Pineapple Express yep. or for you and I, if it's Kumar or if it was you know Cheech and Chong, like. It's unfortunate that even uh, Disjointed, as you remember a show, I think it was Netflix put out, and Disjointed, and that really kind of riffed the industry a little bit, because those of us in the industry are like, here we go with the stereotypes again. Like, Hollywood just cannot get it right. Like, don't show the stereotypical stoner and the stereotypical this, stereotypical that. Show the true story of how it makes a difference in people's lives, of all ages, right? But the truth is, I mean, the cannabis industry is a very powerful demographics, economically and politically. And 
nowadays you cannot fold you know uh, this demographics with a movie like that because the you know the ratings will show yeah. oh yeah exactly. right power uh, to the people right yeah, I mean, yeah <laughs> that that's where it is and I and the good part is that in the background I hear these wonderful conversations about telling a realistic uh, story about cannabis yeah. and uh, and it ends up being really just normal people that use cannabis in their lives. All kinds. And they're fascinating yeah. people and they're doing incredible things. They're fathers, they're they're you know what I mean? They're 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 business people that take yeah, care lawyers, of a lot of people. Doctors, yeah. I know all kinds. I mean the, ironically the only people I come across, and this is very unique, and you're right, like Dave, you and I we, and even Scott when he travels talks about how you hey, where, where are you going to? Oh I'm going to a convention. Oh what convention are you going to? Cannabis. Like we're all comfortable with saying that. You have flight attendants, you have Uber drivers. I've had Firefighters are like a two. I don't want to mess they with my pension now, but I'm retiring in two years. I yeah. want to get in this industry. I yes. don't just want to openly consume. Yes. I mean, truck drivers who are like, dude, my pain, my sleep issues. I wish I could, yep. but I can't with the license I carry. Yep. I mean, there's so many people who are like, if not for this, I would be doing that. For sure, you know. So it's crazy. Eventually, that eventually that is changing, and I, yes. I, it's 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 so amazing to be a part of history in the making. Yeah. You're right. When these things are transitioning, you're a part of history. And I think Very that's true. amazing. And I look around here and I see, you know, I just see a room full of pioneers, people yep. that believe 100%. in freedom, yep. people that believe in making their own choices and not following uh, the norm and what, what, what is being told to them yep. like robots. And I think that's what's amazing about cannabis and the people yeah. uh, of this industry. Very Can true. we get a little insight on your perspective on the Northwest? How is it same as other regions? How does it differ? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a booming market. So, what's your take on? Well, it? I mean, when you're a pioneer and one of the first to legalize, believe me, you they 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 make it happen, and then let's figure it out afterwards. Yes. There's no amount of time that you can give yourself to set this up because where's the game plan? Where who's done it before? There's no blueprint. Exactly. Yep. So I'm just telling you there, there's a room full of freaking bosses here that have went through that and again there's this to me there's a, a given respect already. Yep. If you're still around here and you're one of the brands here in Washington that've gone through this transition and really laid the foundation for all these other states to legalize, you are a tough person. Yep. Yeah. And that's what people don't realize. We've had this discussion. So I, myself, even growing up in NorCal, being around and everything, I jumped in with both feet in Colorado in January 14 with the cannabis. You, you guys obviously had already been doing it. But these two states, I mean, it was really it's Colorado, Washington, and then everyone else. Yep. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is they changed everything around the rules and regulations, a lot of the stipulations, 85 times in the first year in Colorado. Yep. We stopped reporting on it because it is such a commonality for them to go, oh, wait, we forgot about this. Yep. Or wait, this does apply. That doesn't apply. I mean, it's constantly changing, right? I'm just like, here, Lance, uh, shoot this target. Yeah. <laughs> okay, shoot this target while, while juggling and while on one foot. Do yeah. that for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and not to date myself, but it reminds me of Brody on the boat. Remember the last scene in Jaws where he's trying to shoot the tank in the shark's mouth and he's floating yeah. on the very top of the boat, the water's moving, the shark's jumping up. I'm like, that's our industry because yep. the targets are constantly moving to your yep. point. Yep. Like Agreed. the rule, they don't change it at halftime. The rules are changing every 10 minutes yep. in this game. And one of those changes could sink anybody already. Yes. A packaging change can sink your whole thing. You lose $100,000, yep. 
just by having to change up your packaging to compliance. You might right? not be. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We need opaque payroll. bottles. We don't need clear bottles. Exactly. And you just got a whole land sea container yep. full of clear bottles, right? Yep. So, yeah, definitely hear the stories. It's craziness. All right. One last question. It's kind of a hard one, I know. Sure. What's what's your perspective on the future of the cannabis industry? Where do you think we're going in the next three, five, ten years? Well, Canada just set a real precedence for the world. Yeah. Right? So I think if you're thinking about the future, we all have to inevitably think a couple steps ahead and know that legalization is on the horizon. Yeah. Right? And how do we set up this infrastructure to do this correctly? Because this could be a benefit to everyone in the United States and beyond. Yeah. If we do it, I mean, I wanted to say correctly, but that's, you know what I mean? You just got to jump in and the do it. Can, right? yeah. So for me, seeing that there are a lot of small companies right here and knowing that, to your point earlier, that when this infrastructure goes on, there's going to be big companies that are just going to stroll in casually, right, with all of their resources, yep. right, and go, you know what? I mitigated my risk over these years. Now I can go either acquire companies or I can just buy human capital and build this myself. And I yeah. think, uh, you know, that's where you see a lot of acquisitions and a lot of consolidation right now because you're almost kind of forming right now alliances. Yeah. yeah. But when that happens, you're going to be a product of getting acquired or you're going to be able to compete against those bigger companies Take it level because up, you right? have the resources, yeah. you've gone public, you have the you know the public uh, funds that are coming in. So I'm excited. I mean, about a lot of things in the industry, but yeah. you know, just to think that I'm in a generation that cannabis is going to be federally legal. I just it's crazy. I, it's, I, it's I'm just yeah. like, oh, uh, 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 is this real? <laughs> yeah. Am yeah, I waking up every some, day man. and this is yeah. what I talk about? And and think about it. We've been in this industry for a few years, which, like yeah. you said, are dog years. Think yep. about how many people we can help when that happens. Yeah. And think about how many things that content like this can help one person who's thinking about it and is going to start a business in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so far off, but it's not. It's and not. And you're right. And it is. And I think, you know, ju- I just wrote an article for Hero Grown, a great, great group that we they sponsor vets and first responders. And my article was talking about Canada coming online. But I really put it into perspective because I, I know America is busy, but that was a watershed moment. W- yeah. We get it. You just stress that. I mean, that is... Uruguay, that was awesome. That was awesome being the first country in the world to legalize cannabis. But Canada is a G7 country. I mean, this is, they are the second landmass nation only to Russia, right? I mean, this is a big country. And I I was trying to share that the bigger story, and and again, we've talked about this, it's not just what's happening domestic. It's quite honestly, Canada's got 36 and a half million people. Heck, that's less than what the state of California has. But what are they doing internationally? Yeah, I mean, I we're running into them in South America and Australia and Germany and Spain and Portugal. They got plants all over. I mean, yeah. they're really, from a global perspective, they are going to take it to the next level, right? For sure. For sure. I mean, that's going to be the big deal. Well, and, you know, again, a year from now when we're sitting here and discussing this, they're going to have a year of analytics. They're going to have a year of taxes. They're going to have a year of all that. And you know what? The world is going to wake up and go, WTF, what are we doing? Yeah. We better get this together 
Uh, and, you know, that's going to go for the United States and some of the other ones. And I think that's just such a, a exciting moment. You know, someone has to be a pioneer and do it when it wasn't supposed to be done. And yeah, it's not going to be perfect. All of us are gonna, might complain about it over the next few years. Oh, Canada didn't do this right, this right. So fucking what? Oops, yeah. sorry. It's all right. <laughs> this is this it's is all not, good. No, it's, we get passionate. Good. We get yeah. passionate about this. So you heard good. it here, folks. Live at Lemon Haze. This is Cultivate. David, thank you Thanks, for guys. being on the show. Appreciate He's one of the founders of Dope. Lance. Always a this pleasure. It's been fun. Thank it's you fun, uh, for everything you're doing in the industry. Thank you, guys. Stay dope.